can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken But I, I gotta keep trying Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking, sometimes might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going. Channel 2 Radio, The Mindset Matters Show with Sinat Noorani. Hello beautiful people and it's that time of the week again, Friday for The Mindset Matters Talk Show. 
I'm your host, Zenat Narani, for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to 12 noon. And I'd like to welcome any new listeners tuning in today and welcome back to all my regular listeners and tweeters to Mindset Matters Talk Radio Show. Now I'm going to thank my sponsor, Intune PR, because they say we are in a mental health crisis. Young, old, in the middle, pretty much everyone is vulnerable. There is too much talk of it to avoid the fact. We love sponsoring the Mindset Matters and working on the Let's Talk Better campaign with Zenat Narani. That's myself. They can change lives and save lives. We have worked with organisations championing health to get them publicity and we realise how important this all is. And if you'd like to find out more information about the services that Intune PR have in terms of getting you noticed in the media, then visit intunepr.co.uk. Now, of course, throughout the show, do not forget to connect with me on social media and remember to keep those tweets fluttering in with comments, messages and shout outs. My Twitter handle is Zenat underscore Narani and don't forget to use the hashtag MSM Radio Talks, hashtag Let's Talk Better. You can also email me your stories, your inspirations, anything you would like to that inspires yourself and people out there that are making a difference to Mindset Horizons at gmail.com. Of course, put in the subject box, please, MSM shoutouts. So what have I got here? Ah, if it's your first time listening into the Mindset Matters, this show is dedicated to supporting, bringing about awareness and making a difference, breaking down stigmas around mental health and well-being. And here we talk about how if we ignore different aspects of our life that are really upsetting us or challenging us or we're feeling anxiety, stress, overwhelm, If we don't deal with those situations when they arise, eventually they can lead down to long-term mental health problems or even mental health illness. So we share lots of tips, tools and insights here, but also really valuable stories to help bring about that change. People who have gone through difficult times in their lives, dark moments, they come on here and they talk about that hoping to just touch somebody out there to re- so that you can resonate with those stories and know that you are not alone. It may feel like that you're alone out there and there's no one there to reach out to or help and no one will understand, but you're wrong. There are people out there and there are people that will listen. You are not alone and we all go through ups and downs, but there is absolutely light at the end of the tunnel. So you have to start with yourself, truly, truly wanting to make that difference, making that change for yourself. How would, how do you want to live? How do you want to be? And who are the people that you can reach out to? Because there will be somebody that you can, whether it's friends, family, or a complete stranger. So please, do not suffer in silence. Be brave enough to talk to somebody. Right, so all my shows are available, of course, on my 
anchor.fm forward slash zenak-narani msm podcast platform because i transfer all the shows onto there also available on the music audible platform spotify google apple amazon now if you want to listen live of course here channel radio 2 you can listen to the show live every friday as i said from 10 30 to 12 noon you can also download um, the app get me radio and then search for channel radio 2 and listen through there and i've actually found that listening through the app is a lot better and easier for some reason but that's what suits me now affirmation of the week so if you haven't got time to kind of immerse yourself in the affirmation right now just make a couple of sort of notes and maybe go back and listen later but i want you to find a moment today quiet space just for you where you can truly immerse and believe in yourself and while you consider this affirmation think about how you might apply this to yourself your life and if you want write it down in your journal put it on post-it notes however you feel that it's going to impact you and make that positive uh, change that positive mindset around it so the one I would like to share with you today is I can create a prosperous life and continue to build on a prosperous mindset. I can create a prosperous life and continue to build on a prosperous mindset. That's quite a powerful one. No, it actually really is a powerful one to think in how you want to create that prosperous life for you. And in order to do that, it's about creating that open, flexible growth mindset. And how are you going to do that? Tweet in and share your thoughts. Hashtag VDM affirmations. Hashtag let's talk better. Now, all my affirmations can be found on Amazon in a little book called Begin Each Day with Positive Affirmations and Empowering Questions. Great, so before I dive into um, my highlights, no, actually, I'm gonna do it now. First of all, I would like to wish all of the Chinese, Asia, anyone out there celebrating uh, the Lunar New Year. So happy, happy Lunar New Year, which took place starting on the 22nd of January, which was Sunday. And from what I understand, they have a long whole week of 14 days of celebration. 2023 launches the year of the rabbit. Now in many parts of the world today, 22nd of January, well, that would have been Sunday, not today, but um, marks the start of the new year. Lunar New Year is celebrated widely throughout East Asia and marks the beginning of spring and the start of a new lunar cycle. The holiday typically falls on the second new moon after the winter solstice. For that reason, the date changes year to year compared to the fixed holidays of the Georgian calendar, but it always falls in January or February. So this year, Lunar New Year marks the beginning of the year of the rabbit according to the Chinese zodiac which assigns different animals to the year over a 12-year cycle, according to the New Year Chinese.net. The rabbit is associated with the moon in the Chinese culture, perhaps because the shadows of the moon 
were once thought to represent a rabbit. China's Yutu 2 rover, the longest running lunar rover in history, gets its name from the Chinese characters from Jade Rabbit. So just a little insight to their year of the rabbit. I do love rabbits. So yes, happy Lunar New Year to everyone out there. Right, so let's dive into my music, boys and girls. <laughs>
fairly, fairly memory about us. Well, we're going to be playing another tune in a minute, and that's by David Bowie, China Girl, 2002 remake 
Stay tuned. David Bauer. China Girl. Yeah, it brings back memories on that too. Right, okay, so let's dive into some of the things that are happening for the month of January. Okay, so I wanted to remind you about the NLP for Coaches. My masterclasses began this week. So if you're a coach, training to be a coach, or had NLP on your list to do, or just simply wanting a refresher, um, because you might have just done the a practitioner course and not the master prac, then join us for the monthly NLP for Coaches Masterclass. So the next one is on February, or in the month of February, the last week, which is Tuesday the 28th of February and Wednesday the 22nd of February. Now, I, uh, for those of you who don't know, I do the region of Dubai, UAE, but anybody here in the UK, if you're wanting to do those classes, with the UK time zone, then do get in touch with me, or you can pop over to the website nlpforcoaches.com for um, and no, actually nlpforcoaches.com and check out all the regions that are there, or you can get in touch with me and we can have that conversation. If you're looking to do it in the Dubai dates and time zones, then that will be forward slash topics and dates Dubai UAE. So for more information about these monthly classes, just pop over there. There are 10 unique NLP masterclasses and one unique workshop. They are all delivered online. They are ICF accredited and each class is 2.5 CCEs. Now it does save you time, money and energy because these NLP classes and to get the certificates and all of that can be very, very costly and can cost you from at least two and a half to five grand. Here, the total program is 1,200 pounds and you pay monthly. So, I mean, it, it yeah, it just, it's a no deal breaker. So <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful. So do find out, do jump over. And as I said, you know, if you wanna have a conversation about it, then DM me, get in touch and let's, um, I'll give you more information. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, right. My question to you is, if you're feeling stuck and not sure where to begin, you need more clarity or focus, you're lacking self-belief and confidence, or you're someone who procrastinates, or you have a bit of fear around aspects of your life, maybe fear of failure, fear of judgment. If you're tired of struggling and feeling stuck and just want that sense of direction and motivation, then I am holding a masterclass and it's called Master Your Mindset. It's a three hour face-to-face meeting in Bromley. And it's perfect for those of you who want to get in track, get some clarity so you can achieve your goals. It will be your secret ingredient, okay? You'll come away with things that we'll look at, will be level up your mindset and encourage your growth mindset. So really deep dive into that. We're gonna set those realistic and achievable goals, identify any limiting beliefs, things that are stopping you, your belief systems, and how you can overcome those. You'll have um, strategies on how to stay motivated. We'll plan your next steps so that you can achieve the end goal that you want. And it doesn't matter whether it's money related, setting up a business, developing your business, or progressing in a current career, building self-confidence or self-belief, this masterclass is about your mindset. So mastering your mindset so you can achieve those things, okay? So that you can have that success and happiness. There's gonna be an added NLP bonus tool in there so you can truly, truly 
understand yourself. It's going to be the aha moment where you're thinking, oh my God, why have I not been doing this? So I'm offering the chance for you to join me for my masterclass, Mastering Your Mindset, three hours on the 9th of March. Early bird offer is £85. It will go up to £100. It'll be from 11 to 2 p.m. So if you're interested and want to save your spot, because spaces are limited to 12 attendees only, because I want to give you the best of the best and the best of me, and that kind of intimate growth learning. Great, so email me at info at subject box, Master Your Mindset Masterclass. So what kind of events and things are going on in the month of January that's still left to come? Well, today, 27th of January, the world commemorates International Holocaust Remembrance Day. This is United Nations observance that honors and remembers the tragedy of the Holocaust and the millions of people who lost their lives at the hands of the Nazi government. The 27th was chosen as it marks the anniversary in 1945. Soviet troops liberated Auschwitz, the largest concentration camp operated by the Germans. We have from the 22nd to the 28th, uh, which has already started, Farmhouse Breakfast Week. This campaign aims to highlight the importance of breakfast and the range and quality of regional breakfast produce available in the UK. So what have you been doing with that? I mean, have you changed your breakfast habits? Or what kind of things are happening? Do tweet in and let us know. As we know, the 22nd will began the Chinese New Year, 4,000, sorry, 4710. Uh, it's the year of the rabbit. We also have Today, 27th, is the RNLI SOS Day, uh, National Fundraising for Lifeboats. We also have 28th to the 29th, RSPB, which is a really big garden bird watch weekend. So if you're bird watching out there, let us know what it's like. What are the birds that have you noticed out there and captured? Tweet them in. Tweet images, that'll be lovely to see. So it's the world's biggest result help. So we're helping to track right across the UK, the population of birds. So watch out, count the birds in your garden or your local parks for about an hour and submit your results to the RSPB Big Bird Survey and the bird population. 28th to the 4th of February, we have National Storytelling Week, which is an annual event which aims to raise awareness of this ancient form of entertainment. Over 350 nationwide storytelling events and performances were are going to be organised this year, which will be in theatres, bookshops, libraries, schools, museums, art centres, storytelling clubs, retirement homes and pubs. But also on that note, Storytelling Week of inspirational stories. Uh, challenging stories what have you gone through share those and let's mark them as national storytelling week because it's not just about the literature and the fun and the ancient stories it's about our stories our personal stories that we're going through so please do email them to me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com 
or put them out there on social media. Share what's going on and let's touch the lives of all the people out there because your stories will absolutely resonate with one or more people out there and may change their life forever. Right, um, as many of you know, I love reading articles and the other day I read an article on getting ahead of the game, eight big trends and predictions for 2023. So I would like to actually share the article here with you. Any comments, do tweet in and email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. So from nurturing our mental health to cross-country swimming, the biggest well-being trends for 2023 have been revealed. All aspects of wellness have had a shake-up over the past two years, from where we exercise and to what we eat. But if one lesson has been learned, it's the importance of taking good care of ourselves. Absolutely, there's been a massive shift on that. So as 2022 has come to an end, it's an opportunity to reflect and plan for the year ahead. And some of us are still doing that and kind of getting into the motion of this. So if you haven't finalized your goals for 2023, let these well-being trends help you shape your habits and attitudes. So again, tweet in, let me know, thinking about what your thoughts are around these new trends that are coming up for 2023. Sense hacking is the first one. A well-being trend for 2023 highlights the crucial role that senses play in our everyday lives. Our senses, sight, sound, touch, smell and taste can change how we feel almost instantly. So this trend is all about becoming happier, more content, feeling more fulfilled, more productive by hacking into our senses. I mean, that's interesting because I... With my clients, actually, I do a lot of that hacking into our senses when we're trying to establish where there are, where they're at, and where they want to get to, and how they want to feel, and how they're feeling at the moment, and how they want to make those changes. So, hacking into senses is a really powerful activity and task to do. Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. So, carrying on. But what does it mean? Okay, here we go. Sense hacking, they write, has to be one of the most exciting new well-being trends for 2023. The founder of Wellbeing and Productive app, the Zensory with a Z, tells Country Living. So this is by Jasmine um, Eskenzi. She says, simply put, sense hacking means using the power of our senses to improve our mood as we head into a time of economic turmoil. Any way to boost your mood easily and cheaply will surely be welcomed by all. Once you learn to sense hack effectively, you can do it anywhere at any time. And I completely agree with um, Jasmine because it is, it's a learning the techniques and, the, and then having those tools to help you sense hack. So feeling unproductive or deprived of sleep. According to the experts, sense hacking is said to help improve the cognitive and emotional well-being. Easy ways to boost the sense of at home include using diffusers, candles. Oh my God, I love diffusers and candles. Wax melts or pillow sprays and using colour psychology to make an environment spark creativity, positivity, positivity and boost our mental health. Absolutely. I mean, the environment you live in, thinking about your home, you know, the colours you have on your walls, the paintings, your bedding, all of this makes 
a difference. It really does impact our moods. So the second thing they talk about is sleep sinking. As well, as, as the wellness sector continues to boom in post-COVID world, Holland and Barrett predicts sleep sinking will be next year or the big next year in 2023. Brits are expected to take sleep seriously by using smart tech to sync uh, circadian routines, carefully timing biological clocks for regular daylight and de- dark exposure. New research of the health brand found that two in three people have had poor quality sleep in the last six months, while Holland Barrett have also seen a 9.5% growth in sales of their sleeping calm range between 2021 and 2022. The experts tell us, as the uh, quest for better sleep nights, sleep continues, we'll see uh, circadian eating, switching from heavy evening meals to afternoon light eating, grow in popularity. Sleep, new sleep aid ingredients on the block, such as glycine, will join bedtime favorites. As we aim to avoid nightmares, the big tech switch off before bed will go mainstream. Number three, cross-country swimming. Okay, this is right up my sister's um, streak. Um, in fact, she does uh, cold swimming. I mean, I wouldn't say it's cold swimming. I would say it's freezing swimming in the river and lakes. She's totally lost it. But I do know that there are amazing, amazing health benefits for it. And I think maybe once you get into the routine, um, it, you just your body just gets accustomed to it. And guess what? If you're swimming there and bathing there, and you can then eventually shower in cooler water or colder water, you're going to be saving on those electricity bills. I guess there is a bonus there. So cross-country swimming is a brilliant trend to dive into. Perfect for adventure seekers, it's a unique form of exploring that combines hiking, camping and numerous cold water paddles along a coastal route, or whilst towing your gear with you. With wild swimming increasing over 3,000% over the last few years, the team at Above Below predict cross-country swimming will be the big in the world of well-being and wellness. Why not take the plunge? Right, tweet in if that's something you've started, taking the plunge into the the cold and the freezing lakes and rivers. Let us know how it's going for you and the positive changes it's made for you as well. So continuing, every tip, Sorry, every trip, big or small, feels like an adventure. And we've seen people take a multi-day expedition, towing their camping gear with them in the in a ruck raft, right through to family spending the afternoon discovering hidden coves with a picnic. Will Watt, co-founder of Above Below, tells us, the past few years have seen a huge rise in wild swimming, and with the cost of living on the rise, cross-country swimming is an accessible way to explore nature, do something a bit different and experience the buzz from wild swimming and the great outdoors. Super duper. Right, we've got four more tips on that note, but we are going to dive into another break. Now, this song is by Drake and it's called God's Plan. And my last week's guest, Zidane uh, Mia, requested this but unfortunately I completely forgot to play it so here it is Drake God's plan sorry coming right up in just a second oh Denzel Washington on TV the other day he's a real good looking man but I remember when me him and Wesley Snipe were young back in the 80s 
some of their money. I look good. I ain't got nothing, but I look good. It's a good life. It's a good life. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking, breaking through, through this, this long-standing negative, negative stigma. stigma. There we have it. Uh, Drake, God's Plan. That has some pretty deep, deep uh, meanings in that song about helping racism and all that kind of stuff, trying to support the community. I mean, that song's like way back four years, I reckon, it was. it came out, but... Great tune, great tune by Drake. Right, continuing with the uh, tips on wellness. Well, actually, the trends of 2023. 
three. So the wellness travel. So wellness travel is all about recharging the body and relaxing the mind, sometimes known as wellness tourism. These trips and travels experiences focus on mental, physical and spiritual well-being. According to a recent research by Accenture study, 39% of consumers have already booked a wellness retreat for 2023, with more people looking for holidays that include yoga, sound, healing, breathwork and various workshops. Uh, and it, it, you know, it's amazing because people are totally overwhelmed this year. There is so much happening, but they're booking to get away, to get some sense of normality, uh, to better their mental health, relaxation and all of that. But also trying to balance that. Some people are really finding it difficult because, first, you know, talking to many people, I've noticed that they want to get away, they want to go for healing work, workshops, yoga, just to disconnect from everything that's going on. But financially, they can't afford it as well. I mean, there are lots and lots of places within the UK that you can go to. But again, the cost of living is causing an impact. So how can we find that sense of relaxation through wellness tourism? Just putting it out there. Yeah, any thoughts and suggestions, please do tweet in. Okay, so it says, carrying on, after a pause on travel during the pandemic, many are now wanting to make the most of being able to travel. Combined with an increased awareness in our own um, health, many have owed or vowed to take wellness-driven expeditions to renew their mental, spiritual and physical well-being. Luxurious treats company says why other now the other one is skycology as in s-k-y ecology the psychology of looking up at the sky i mean i've always enjoyed looking up at the sky you can just immerse and get lost in there imagine all the different shapes and things that you see it's like going into another world anyway sorry there i go again off on a tangent so uh, Skycology was coined by positive psychology coach Paul Conway, set to be a big trend for 2023. Researchers said that the simple act of looking up at can be a highly effective form of emotional regulation, help to calm anxious nerves and enhance mindfulness and feeling present in the moment. If you're looking to adopt healthier habits in 2023, give this one a go. Oh, I totally agree with that. I mean, the movement of the clouds as you're lying there. As long as the rain's not chucking it down on your face. Um, anyway, Paul goes on to explain on his website that character strengths, humor, humility, social intelligence, honesty, and kindness are the cornerstones of positive psychology. It aims to is to develop a more optimistic attitude that will enhance rather than disrupt one's social, professional, and spiritual life, according to the Psychology Today. Paul began looking further into the practice of psychology during his master's degree after finding it was a form of escape. It helped him to feel better as a child as he grew up surrounded by alcohol, gambling and drug addiction. He goes on to say, I also wanted to create an easy to use well-being activity people could benefit from and use 24-7 wherever they are in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, number six, plants to combat SAD, S-A-D. Plants have been, or have long been praised for their all-round uplifting powers. 
They might be an array of methods to tackle sad symptoms, including light therapy and sad lamps. But plants within the home can also provide a welcome stress relief and help our well-being. And actually, on that note, I ended up getting myself a... Oh my God, it's just gone out my head. A plant for... It helps you to sleep better. Oh, it's called uh, mother-in-law's uh, mother-in-law's tongue. It's called yeah, mother-in-law's tongue. I mean, that's that name. There must be a more technical plant name for it, but it's the mother-in-law's tongue. And apparently, you have that in the bedroom, and it's there to help you sleep better. So yes, there are lots of plants that are great for your overall well-being. Plant care is intrinsically linked to self-care. Seeing a plant flourish and grow from our care is an extension of caring for ourselves as well. We recommend uh, replicating a connection to nature by filling your home with green plants, flowers and dried flowers and also letting the daylight in as much as possible by keeping curtains open during the day and letting the light flood your home. Your plants will also benefit from receiving as much sunlight as possible. Well, there's no problem there because I have my curtains open all the time, even when I go to bed. Now, according to research conducted by Bunches, houseplant ownerships is an excellent way to help your mental health and has been proven to lower anxiety levels, boost memory, and even exercise productivity. Danny adds, not only can they help to diminish stress levels, but they can also act as a reminder to look after ourselves, just as we look after them, absolutely. And, um, you know, when we think about, this, must, I wonder if this is an age thing as well, because as we get older, we tend to kind of go more towards gardening and planting. I wonder if this is a thing. Any experts out there, please do tweet in and uh, let's have a conversation about it. Biophilic design, number seven. Biophilic design is about incorporating nature with design. Although the concept of biophilia has been used for decades in architecture and design, the experts say it will continue to make moves in 2023. You don't need to be surrounded by open landscapes to embrace this trend. Key ways to attend it into your home include making the most of the available natural light by keeping windows clear and clean, adding greenery in pots and using sustainably sourced organic materials such as wood, cork, wood, leather and stone. It's no secret that introducing biophilic features into the home improves well-being and when it comes to the office they can also help with increasing our attention span by grounding us. Joan Evans from Home Escapes tells us that but though but those who don't have the time to take care of real plants may benefit from artificial design that has all the same benefits visually and will add style instantly so again there's that but again if you want to be sustainable and environmental friendly look into the type of artificial plants that you are getting finally mood boosting bathroom design this is very specific to bathroom design now obviously thinking about how you can do this because it's not about spending loads of money and redecorating your bathroom okay so planning a bathroom redesign in 2023 while there are lots of little things that can make our bathrooms feel more hotel worthy like diffusers fluffy towels fresh flowers incense this is sure to be uplifting now Anne-Marie 
Cousins, founder of AMC Designs, explains a bathroom isn't only a necessity in a home, but a wellness space to wake up in the morning or relax and rejuvenate in the evenings. Now, in 2023, we will see an increase in bathrooms as wellness spaces in themselves where homeowners can enjoy some true R&R. The new year will welcome the luxuries and amenities of hotel suites and spas into the comforts of their home, ranging from the double vanity units and luxury wallpapers to striking lift, light liftings and swoon-worthy tiles. Again, it's not about spending loads of money. Try and look at uh, second-hand goods and lights and lamp fittings and all of that. Now, if you want to read that article again and find out more, it's www.countryliving.com forward slash UK forward slash wellbeing forward slash A3840239 forward slash wellbeing trends. Okay, what have we got? Oh, I wanted to mention this. Um, I don't know if you remember, but I mentioned in my previous shows about the baton of hope that's related to suicide prevention, bringing down suicide to zero. And wanted to remind listeners to spread the word that in June 2023, this specially designed baton of hope, baton, will set off from Glasgow on a journey through the towns and cities across the UK, reaching Downing Street two weeks later. The aim is to impact the lives of thousands across the country with a simple message. Where there is hope, there is a real opportunity to save lives. Now this is the promise that the hashtag Baton of Hope UK founders Mike McCarthy and Steve Phillip made to their lost sons Ross and Jordan and to the thousands of sons and daughters who are lost each year. Carried by notable personalities, leaders and people with their own inspiring stories of hope, the Baton of Hope will be marked by a packed event schedule, giving local communities, organisations and neighbouring towns a chance to get involved. So if you want to find out more and the route that the Baton of Hope will be taking, visit https colon forward slash forward slash batonofhope.org. Also, do listen to these two gentlemen. I've had them on my show. So Mike McCarthy's interview, show 70, and Steve Phillips, show 94. Such inspirational gentlemen. Their stories are just, they touch our hearts. And they have been doing so much out there campaigning against suicide prevention. They've been on BBC News. They've been uh, in the Parliament with their policies and petitions i mean they are incredible let's work together and let's get involved with the baton of hope to bring down suicide to zero and that's their mission should we dive into another music break i think so so here we've got simple minds Charles Ronson. 
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing long negative stigma. Do you know what? I was thinking about local heroes and um, not all local heroes, I mean not heroes, not all heroes wear capes and super outfits. And do you know what? I would love to hear from people who would like to nominate or speak about local heroes. Somebody they know that is incredible i mean everybody's incredible but has made a difference and you want to get them recognized uh speak about them you know let's nominate a local hero and why they are the local heroes let's learn a little bit about their background and get these people wearing capes or whatever superhero outfit they would love to wear um i was actually flicking through while that tune was going on the Life in Orpington magazine, that is, um, the, the editor is Loretta Wright. And there was something here that caught my eye because it reminded me of a gentleman, Olivier Sanchez, who came on Mindset Matters to talk about this subject. And he talked about uh, naturopathy, or na- yeah, natru- naturopathy, sorry, naturopathy. I think that said right. So what is naturopathy? So naturopathy is a distinct primary healthcare system that blends modern scientific knowledge and traditional and natural forms of medicine. It is based by the healing power of nature and it supports and stimulates the body's ability to heal itself. Self. Naturopathy is the art and science of disease treatment and preventing using natural therapies, including hydrotherapy, detoxification programs, body work, posture, tissue salts, batch flower remedies, homeopathy, herbs, nutrition and lifestyle advice, emotional and energetic healing, healing promotion and disease prevention. Naturopathy helps people with all health concerns from acute to chronic illness and from the physical to the psychological and emotional. It can be beneficial for anyone looking for disease prevention and health promotion strategies for those who have been diagnosed with an illness, often severe or chronic, and are looking for supportive treatment options, or those who are looking to combine conventional and naturopathic treatments to minimize side effects of drugs, surgery, or medical treatments. And this is by Christine Sanner. If you want to learn more about that, you can or talk to the lady, you can go to www.thedetoxmaster.com. Or we were talking about SAD earlier on in, within the articles, and um, there's a bit here that talks about SAD proof your home. And again, it reflects with the articles that I've been talking about it. So it seems like it is the trend out there thinking about how can you create a more calm, relaxing home that just allows you to think with clarity, refocus and remove those worries. And I think it's really important for those people who are working from home, because as we know, the pandemic 
and then uh, you know after the pandemic we are there's a lot of us still working from home or we're doing the hybrid or whatever it might be we need to have the right environment where we can actually feel great stay motivated and keep away from those oh those down moments the depressing moments especially during the winter months okie dokie so i wanted to share with you some of my top tips for improving your mental health for 2023 i mean yeah my list is absolutely endless and it goes on and on but i just want to put a few out here for you so as we settle into the new year because some of us are still settling in we are met with reflections on what has impacted the past as well as looking to the future now. And before I continue, for those of you who tuned in or have connected with me on social media and read my article, I talked about self-reflection then and I also shared some tips. So this kind of moves on from that. So it's all about thinking about our mental health and well-being, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, all of those. Now mental health self-care is as important as ever. We know it is. It is essential to be aware of all the things that impact our well-being. So or in order to truly show up as our whole self, our authentic self, us. So here I want to share ways that we can improve our mental health because it's affected by aspects with some tips that can support you through these challenging times. So first of all, the importance of mental health. So having a healthy sense of self is intrinsically tied with understanding our mental health. We have to understand that. Now mental health is your state of well-being. It is the space that you navigate to maintain the balance of your everyday life. Our mental health is made up of emotional, psychological, and social well-being. And so it is key to our overall ability to function that we are able to recognize what keeps us well. We know that different people's life experiences and identities will take a different toll on their mental health, absolutely. And 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 but it is crucial to give ourselves the time to reflect recognize and respond so it's all about working on ourselves and it's not just once it's it has to become part of your routine a daily habit or a habit that comes when you know that you need to be doing this so by understanding indicators of bad mental health and that is the key that is one of the key things actually so when our mental health is suffering it can often feel like uh, seeing the world in black and white while everyone else is seeing it in color have you been there i've been there and i go through that sometimes but it's about going back and finding what those indicators are and dealing with them one at a time so one or a combination of these factors can significantly impact your ability to have hope. A helpful way of recognizing indicators of poor mental health for what they are is using curiosity instead. Think about poor mental health as a lens filter. 
So filtering out your capacity to see the good right now. So find the curiosity in the future, curiosity in and what mental ill health is hiding you from. Now by recognizing these filters, you can come away from the belief that there's only black and white and it opens you up to awareness that is there or that there is, or there is potential to be color. Now, some of the indicators um, that I want you to look out for would be low mood, okay? We can have bouts of low mood, inconsistent and fluctuating emotions where we feel sad, upset or disheartened. The other is lack of motivation. We feel distracted, unable to find motivation in our day-to-day -day activities or work, life, studies or even leisure, okay? Look out for being overwhelmed. So what's happening in our, you know, your day-to-day -day tasks that you have or the events that are occurring because they may seem overwhelming and leave you feeling unable to manage. Okay, so kind of what's different there? Look out for tiredness and lack of energy. When we are struggling with our mental health, our energy is often one of the first things that is impacted. We can then be left feeling lethargic and tired. Okay, these are indicators, but again, if you have health conditions or you're going through pre-menopause or menopause, you still need to be looking at these because there's a combination of things happening. I mean, I'm not an expert on perimenopause and menopause and all of that, postnatal menopause, but speak to a professional about what's going on. Also look at the signs of, or indicators of irritability. So alongside the impact of our energy levels, bad mental health can negatively impact our temper. And people can be prone to being really irritable. So outbursts of anger or frustration. So look out for these indicators. Right, ways to improve your mental health. Now, our mental health and well-being are as unique as we are. We are unique, okay? And we are authentic ourselves. The powerful thing about this is the nurturing, improving your mental health presents you with a choice that is dictated only by you. You do have a choice, but it's about finding that moment to make the right choices. <clears throat> now there are several things that can support and improve your well-being. Some may work better for you than others, so find what works for you. Or it may even be a, that a combination of elements blend perfectly together for you. Sometimes different options work best at different times. So as we navigate through various tips for the mental health self-care, it's really important for you to remember that each of us reacts to events and absorbs circumstances in our own individual way. This means that the way we process our healing will be just as individual. And if you've got two people doing exactly the same, they, they are gonna be absorbing it in different ways. The process is gonna be different. The timing is gonna be different. The length of healing will be different. And it's so important to remember that. Now, allow this mental health advice, <coughs> excuse me, to support you in seasons. 
these tips do not need to be hard and fast rules. They can be adapted and flow around you as you move through life, taking different forms wherever they are best placed in that moment. So go easy on yourself, be kind to yourself so that you can truly absorb the mental health benefits that works for you. Some ways to improve your mental health are these. So these are the things that can help to improve your mental health. As I said, there is a long list, but I want to share these ones with you. Talk to other people when you can. Finding where, uh, people who are, you know, safe spaces for us and who we can connect with can work as a mechanism to channel our thoughts and feelings. Now, this could be a GP or a mental health professional, a therapist, counselor, support worker, life coach, you know, any professional that works within that field. It could also be a trusted family, friend, worker or co-worker. Connecting through talking comes in various forms. Sometimes being able to talk to someone who is removed from your personal life can help you separate and decompress. Whereas for some people, finding confiding in someone who you know can resonate easily with the things you are talking about that comes easier. So a mix, mixture of both can be help, a helpful outlet. So find what works for you best. Because sometimes talking to somebody who is not within your circle of known, they are probably gonna be coming from a more sort of non-judgmental view. They don't know you, so they're gonna have a more open listening ear. But again, that's not to say that someone close to you is not able to do that and give you that listening ear. There are also many online mental health support systems as well as local support helplines. Being able to talk to someone can help to ease what's tangled up inside your mind. It can be comforting and grounding by talking to someone you take away the isolating burden of coping on your own because they can help to take away that isolation feeling. Also try physical activities. Now that doesn't mean you go crazy, okay? You do what's right for you because physical activity does do wonders for our well-being. It can help reduce the risk of depression, anxiety and improve our self-esteem and regulate sleep. But if it's not something you're used to doing, it can feel intimidating and overwhelming and this is not something to be ashamed of. So I want you to think about taking small and consistent steps that are most suited to you, that will give you the most sustainable results. Okay, so small, don't try and do everything together. Movement that you could incorporate into your working day could include activity bursts where you can take short breaks from your desk to do something like star jumps, a sprint on the spot or seated movements of your choosing. You could plan a daily stroll or a weekend hike, follow online instructors on anything from learning to dance to martial arts to yoga, whatever works for you. The, but the key here is to improve your mental health through physical, psychological activity, which brings you joy. Move your body in a way that works for you. What's important to note is that not everybody can phys be physically active. Equally, sometimes when you're struggling with your mental health, physical activity may be, feel like a greater burden. It's important to be gentle with yourself and allow this to have its space. 
focus on other things while for a while and do what works for you okay and I keep repeating do what works for you another good thing is about discovering new hobbies so changing your routine and incorporating new hobbies or old hobbies that might have been lost okay because certain aspects of your life have taken over because these can help boost your levels of happiness and alleviate those symptoms of poor mental health so by opening yourself up to new experiences or the ones you used to have you can discover or rediscover that thing those things that give you enjoyment focus and even clarity now when our mental health is suffering we can often fall into bad routines and habits that are not good for our well-being by seeking out new activities and interests you can disrupt the state that are contributing to you feeling further unwell so try researching activities in your local uh, community areas uh, see what's online join social media groups and connect with the whole community but remember a hobby is whatever is of interest to you follow what makes you happy Next is um, mindfulness. Now, if you know me, I always throw in mindfulness um, as that's something that I do as part of my business and within my coaching practice. Mindfulness is about accessing your ability to be fully present and at one with where we are and what's going on around us. It's the idea of allowing our thoughts, feelings, and sensations to come and go without expectations to do anything with them. It's restorative in that it is gentle acceptance of the moment without looking for a goal beyond. So it's all about being in the moment. Being in this state um, can help, well, it's got great benefits, can help lower stress, reduce anxiety and depression, bring clarity, balance our emotions, and improve our overall mental health. Mindful practice can take the form of lots of things, so meditation or different breathing exercises, but it can also be translated through other forms of self-care within that moment. Now, these can include disconnecting from overuse of social media, communicating boundaries, taking mindfulness showers or baths, mindful eating, and even mindful walking. So if your mind is full and prone to wandering, that's okay, it's absolutely okay. So give yourself time consistently, dedicating at least sort of 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes a day um, that can support you to rewire your uh, way of processing. But be patient with yourself as you attempt to slow your mind down and bring it in line with the present. Because if this is something you're not used to and you don't do it on a consistent pace, or you've never done it, it will take time, okay? So practice mindfulness. Now, the other thing is how to recognize mental health problems in the workplace. That's another area that I focus on hugely within my practice, supporting the workplace with mental health and well-being. Now, when our mental health starts suffering in the workplace, it can affect us in many different ways. It can often impact temperament as well as productivity. It can exuberate procrastination as we give it into instant gratification or avoidance of negative feelings that may be associated with tasks. And you may feel disconnected to yourself or those around you. 
you can also it can also impact your ability to cope and build that res resilience so learning the triggers and the indicators that may be taking a toll on your well-being in the workplace will enable you and empower you to not only give yourself space to take care of your needs but it will also uh, it, it's it's also about being able to know when to reach out for support and to whom. Now, another aspect that can impact us is the mental health discrimination at work. Now, a tr you know, thinking about your environment, you know, a truly inclusive environment is one which takes on all board, on board all parts that make up a person, which allows them or you to tr um, to be their most authentic self at your best. Um, as such, you know, supporting people's well-being in the workplace will allow them to have the healthiest employee experience. So thinking about your workplace, how healthy is it for you? How unhealthy is it? Who can you go to? Who can you talk to about what's going on to make it an inclusive, healthy, cultural environment? Without this, mental health discrimination will manifest in different ways and has a detrimental impact on each person. It's important to take note that all people will have their own unique challenges which should be addressed. Some demographics such as minority groups will also be impacted by disproportionate uh, disparities whilst others will need their lives and duties outside of the workplace to be taken into consideration such as those uh, impacting carers to ensure they are visible and valuable in the workplace. So finally, to nurture the most inclusive and supportive environment, it's imperative that we create a culture that is proactive rather than reactive when it comes to supporting mental health. Having key training policies, procedures with which safeguard all employees from top to bottom's well-being and create a great infrastructure to addressing and protecting against any discrimination. So if you would like to find out more, know how I can support you to implement supporting the your employees with the right training, please get in touch with me and let's have a chat to see how uh, we can come together to making your working environment fit for the mental well-being of all, increased productivity, motivation and fulfilment. Right, do you know what? I'm gonna go into a really quick music break so I can have a drink of water and when I come right back, we'll do the Crystal Angel cards. I think by that time, I'm gonna have to say adios, hasta la próxima semana, goodbye and see you next week. But we're gonna dive into another music break. Right through me, don't you understand? Oh my. 
Well, Depeche Mode. Okay, so Angelite. The card I've pulled out for you today is Angelite. Spiritual or religious community. Join with like-minded people for friendship and increased spiritual growth. Have you been feeling lonely? Well, this card comes to you as guidance to connect with like-minded people in a spiritual setting. Perhaps you've received the inner call to attend church or temple or to find a spiritual group aligned with your beliefs. This card confirms that this is true divine guidance and encourages you to take the needed action step and steps. You have been receiving guidance about your spiritual path, including intuitive ideas about which communal settings would provide support and friendship. Spiritual groups are also powerful because of the energy of joined prayers, which lifts everyone up. In these contexts, you are likely to receive healing insights and vision. Making friends with people who share your spiritual beliefs offer you a feeling of safety where you can easily be yourself in social settings. Studies also show that having a spiritual community is correlated with increased health and longevity. Now it's time for you to take the next step and attend the spiritual meeting as you are guided. So this is a beautiful robin egg blue stone also known as anhydrite which is formed from hydrated uh, gibbsum and the stone can dissolve in water. This crystal is known for its calming influences as well as its connection to the throat chakra. The body's energy center related to your voice and the divine communication with God and the angels. An angelite can leave you feeling spacey, un unground, so it, it may be a stone reserved for times of quiet contemplation. Well, there we have it. Okay, so if you would like to know how I can help and support you with your goals and any challenges which may be stopping you from moving forward, then get in touch with me and we'll have a chat. And you can also visit my website, zenatnarani.com, for more information and connect with me there. Or if you're connected with me on social media already, just send me a DM and let's get talking. Thank you to all of you for tuning in and for your tweets. You can listen to this show and any past shows on my Anchor Platform podcast where it's downloaded to or any of the Audible music platforms. Now, week by week, episode by episode, this show has tackled serious issues and has provided a platform for so many stories to be told. A lot of life-changing advice, tips have been shared and continue to do so and disseminate the stigmas around mental health and well-being concerns. So do you have a story to share that will be life-changing for those who may be struggling? What personal insights do you have that has worked for you? What professional tips and tools and strategies have been life transforming for your clients? What are you doing right now to make a difference so that well-being is seen and talked about? If you would like to feature as a guest on Mindset Matters talk show to spread the awareness and make a positive change beyond the horizon, then please do get in touch with me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to find out more about the sponsorship opportunities, again, please do get in touch with me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. And on that note, I'd like to thank Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters Talk radio show and the difference that they are making uh, to bring about the change of the importance of mental health and well-being. Please continue to tweet, uh, send me messages and follow me. Let's 
spread the awareness. Now I'm going to leave you with my mission, which is to empower your mind to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Keep safe, keep well, and I will see you again soon. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Noorani on Channel 2 Radio. see it that dream I'm dreaming but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it every step I'm taking every move I make feels lost with no direction my faith is shaking but I I gotta keep trying Gonna keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking, sometimes might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going. I'm always gonna